Good afternoon, Fish Kale! Good afternoon! Sa kayo lahat? Great! Yung mga nakaupo sa likuran, pwede ba tayong pumunta sa harapan? Maaari po ba? Nagsishare ako ng story. Nagsishare ako ng story. Connected to good sa ano yung kanina na story. Okay. Have you ever felt inadequate in your life? Or sometimes, parang nararamdaman nyo na kulang, kulang posible sa relationship, nakukulangan ka sa binigay mo sa asawa mo o sa kaibigan mo. Naramdaman nyo na ba yun? Yes! Kung naramdaman nyo na yun, okay lang yun. It's okay not to be okay. Okay? Okay! Alam nyo ba, it reminds us, similar to sin, it reminds us humility. Yung nadikwasi natin reminds us humility. Alright? It's a matter of perspective. I'm gonna share with you something that I watch over YouTube, okay? T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes. God created a tree. Agree? Did God create a chair and a table? No. No. It is us who created the table and the chair. Ano ibig sabihin nun? He provided us with everything. Even if you feel you're inadequate, He provided us everything. It's a matter of perspective. Right? You have to, you know, you have to understand that. Pero may binigay pa ang Diyos sa atin. Very important. Ask me what? Our brains, the most powerful tool in our body, right? Binigyan niya sa atin yung brain natin para mag-isip. Tama? Another analogy, God gave you a bow and arrow. You are supposed to fly it or shoot it. God will not shoot it for you. You have to shoot it as far as you can. And as forceful as you can, right? If you want to have that arrow fly harder, you have to pull harder. That means you have to endure life harder. It's a matter of endurance, right? Yes. Okay. Right now, we're gonna teach you a dance song. It's called Hands High. Now. You have to show how powerful and how tenacious you are in raising your hands to God. Right? Now, may I encourage everyone to stand up? Stand up, go on, everyone. It's only 18 steps of dance moves. Very easy to understand. Alright? So it goes like this. Together. 
glorify your name, Lord Jesus. We are welcoming your Holy Spirit, oh God. We're asking for your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, to fill this place, oh God. Lord, as we are overwhelmed by the burden and the noise of the word, Lord God, we entrust you our lives, oh Jesus. Help us, oh God, to surrender everything to you, oh God. Surrender everything, Lord God, na naiisip namin, Lord God, na hindi galing sa iyo, Panginoon. In the name of Jesus, we has all the evil powers in this place, Lord God. And come, come, Lord God, and come, send your Holy Spirit upon in this place, Lord God. Feel our hearts, feel our minds, and our body, Lord Jesus. We want to be your God.
life, Lord Jesus. And this afternoon, we are raising you up. Amen? Amen. Amen. And you talk to people around you and tell that person, welcome home. Welcome home. Again, it's another Saturday, Saturday afternoon. And we are now on our third part of our series, Pop Culture, How to Find Authentic Joy. And last week, we talked about... Uh, we are we are still talking about the the Pope Francis letter, which is Evangelical View. And last week um, we talked about the encounter of Zacchaeus and Jesus. And sabi natin last week, if you want to experience real love, you must experience real joy. Diba? Para daw maka-experience ka ng tunay na pag-ibig, kailangan maka-experience mo yung tunay kailangan ma-experience mo yung tunay na pag-ibig para ma-experience mo yung tunay na ligaya. Right. Yung tagalogin nun, ha? <laughs> so, if you want to experience real love, you must experience real joy. Now, where can you get real love? Saan ba nakaharap ang tunay na pag-ibig? May nakaharap na ba ng tunay na pag-ibig dito? Wala. Meron, di ba? Lahat tayo nahalap natin yung tuwi na pag-ibig. But real love is not found in your mother, your father, your sisters, your brothers, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your your wife or husband. Ask me why. Why? Because they are human and as human, most of the time, your parents will make mistakes. Most of the times, your siblings will fail you. Your husband or your wife may lie to you, or your boyfriend or your girlfriend may cheat you. Sana hindi naman, diba? But it happens. Because they're human, they fail, they make mistakes. If you want to find the real love, you can find it in someone who is not failing, who is perfect. And real love can only be found in God. Only God's love can qualify as real. Because His love is perfect. His love is His love is unfailing. His love is unconditional. So only God's love can qualify as real. Amen? Amen. Amen. So today, let us bask in that real love of God as we say our favorite prayer here at the feast. So I want you all to really embrace the real love of God in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All together. Today, Today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name.
read the big message this afternoon. Okay, look at the screen and in one, two, three, go. God, God embraces everyone. God embraces everyone. That's our big message this afternoon. And it's related sa mga previous talk natin in this year's Pope Culture, okay? Because if you will remember last week, we talked about Zacchaeus and Jesus and how Zacchaeus was called by Jesus and how Jesus went inside the house of Zacchaeus and stayed there even though we know that Zacchaeus is a sinful man. Okay? So nakita natin how even though despite of the the knowledge that you know Zacchaeus is a sinful man, but Jesus still went through to his house and stayed there. And when we started this folk culture series, we talk about specifically our first pope who is Pope Peter. And we all know that Pope Peter is not someone who is holy. Diba? We all know him as sometimes proud, sometimes arrogant, sometimes stubborn, and we all know how many times he failed. On the night when Jesus needs him the most, he betrayed Jesus. And some people are asking, how come he, beca he became the first pope when in fact, he is all sort of those things? Bakit hindi si John? Because John is uh, more holier than Peter. Bakit hindi si John? Because John stayed. Even during the time that Jesus was on the cross, John was there at the foot of the cross together with Mary. So bakit hindi si John yung naging unang pope? Bakit si Peter yung pinili to become the head of the church? And this might be because of the fact that God wants to show us and God wants to proclaim to the whole world that He welcomes everyone. And when He chose Peter, it's simply because He chose Peter because we can identify with Peter. Because Peter is a sinful man, but regardless of the sins that he committed, he never fails to come back running back to God. So, Peter was chosen because lahat tayo, nakaka-identify tayo sa kanya because as human, we also fail, we fall, we made mistakes, we stumble. But the life of Peter is a reminder for us that regardless of how many times you fall, always run back to God and God will embrace you because God embraces everyone. And in this um, afternoon, we are going to talk about something that Peter did that changed the history of the church. So, when Jesus gave the, the church to Peter, at sinabi niya, Peter, you will build this church, the Catholic Church that time is a very, very small community. Sobrang liit ng Christian community that time. There are only few thousands people. But Peter did something that caused the change. And dahil doon sa ginawa niya, this is what the church looks like today. Ito yung ginawa niya. The first time, for the first time, he welcomed Gentiles. Sino ba yung mga Gentiles? Natanong nyo na ba sa sarili? Sino yung mga Gentiles na yan? Sino-sino mga Gentiles? Now, during the old times, there are only two people. The Jewish 
Jewish. So the non-Jewish are called Gentiles. So basically, lahat tayo Gentiles, okay? Because we're not Jewish. And that, that time, during the time of um, Peter and all the apostles and Jesus, they're all Gentiles. And if you're, uh, they're all Jewish. And they're not supposed to associate with the Gentiles. So that's why when Christianity started, it started with Jewish people, okay? So basically, nung nag-start yung Christianity, since Jesus is a Jewish, all the apostles are Jewish, so basically, they're all Jewish. So, when Peter welcomed the Gentiles, it changes everything. Because dahil doon sa ginawa niya, lumaki yung church, and now all of us are being welcomed in this church. So, mamaya alamin natin kung paano nangyari yun na we-welcome ni Peter, ang unang Gentile, to become part of the church. But, I want you to remember this, na each day of your life, you may not be Peter, you may not be Jesus, but you can be like them by making each day of your life a divine appointment. You remember Jesus, right? Even though dapat hindi siya dadaan sa Jericho, but still he passes through Jericho because there is a man called Zacchaeus in that place. And then here comes Peter, na we welcome niya yung Gentiles. Now, this is a perfect lesson for us because each day of our life, we are being called to become disciples. Our mission in this world is to become disciple maker. And so, we need to be open to divine appointment. Every morning when you wake up, ang lagi niyo sasabihin sa sarili niyo is ito, God sent me to the person you want me to be. Make your day counts. Make each day count by making it as productive as you can by being a blessing to others. So this afternoon, this is God's message for all of us that every day as we go through life, may we use our life to welcome, to embrace others, and to make others see the love of God and to be a blessing to them and to be witnesses of God's love to them. Amen? Amen. So, can you all say this? God, God sent me to the person you want me to meet. God sent us to the person you want us to meet. And God, may you use our life to be your instrument and your vessel in proclaiming your word and your love and your kingdom here on earth. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen.
ano, akbayan mo na lang. Kasi baka masyadong awkward, di ba? Pero kung bet mo yung katabi mo, kaya maganda yung katabi mo, medyo lumus-lumusin mo na yung pag-embrace. Di ba? Chance mo na to. Sabi, embrace mo. Embrace mo. Pero pag hindi masyadong ano, Ang akwarda sabi ni Bien. Diba? Sa embrace. Bakit tayo mong embrace yung katabi mo? Embrace niya. Parang nakahiyaan pa sila, diba? Now, earlier I said that we are going to talk about what happened to Peter and the the historic moment that changes the history of our Catholic Church. Okay? So, We are going to start by telling you about the story of Cornelius. Kailan yun si Cornelius? Hindi. Now, si Cornelius is a Roman centurion. Okay? And an angel appeared to Cornelius at yun sinabi sa kanya. Now, sent men to Joppa to bring back a man named Simon who is called Peter. Now, Cornelius is a Roman centurion. That means he is a Gentile and that means he is a Roman. Because during that time, Jerusalem is under the Roman Empire, okay? So, imagine an angel appearing to him and said, hanapin mo si Peter. Padalami mga tao mo doon at sabihin mo, hanapin nila si Peter. Now, nasan si Peter? Now, Peter that time is praying. And while he's praying, nagutong siya. So, dahil nagugutong siya, ngayon, nagkaroon siya ng vision. Sa vision niya, nakita niya, naghain si Lord. At ang hinayin sa kanya ni Lord, iba't-ibang klaseng pagkain. May kasamang baboy. Isipin nyo sa centerpiece ng malaking handaan, may lechon, may sisig, may liempo, ganyan. So, dahil nagugutom si Peter, so syempre sabi sa kanya ni Lord sa vision, get up Peter, kill and eat. So, may nagulat si Peter. Because Peter is a Jewish, okay? And in the Jewish law, There are actually around 613 laws na mga Jews of what you should do and what you should not do. Okay? Kasama dun sa law na yun, yung bawal kumain ng baboy. So, sabi ni Peter, Surely not, Lord! I have never eaten anything impure or unclean. Kasi nga, bawal sa kanila yun. And this is the response of the Lord. Do not call anything impure that God has made me. So while Peter was still contemplating, ano bang meaning yung sinabi ng Lord sa akin? Ba't ganun yung message niya? May mga kumatok sa pintuan. So there was a knock on the door. And when Peter opened the door, the men of Cornelius are standing there. Okay? So, nung nakita ni Peter na nandun yung mga tauhan ni Cornelius, nagulat siya. Bakit nila ako pinapatawag? And God said to Peter, Do not hesitate to go with them, for I have sent them. Now, if you're going to look to what happened, ito yung marirealize mo doon eh, that it is God working through them. Because you have to remember, Cornelius is a Roman centurion. He doesn't have any, he don't have this idea who Peter is. Okay, wala siyang idea kung sino ba sila. But then, an angel appeared to him, to him and tell him, tell him, and tell him, hanapin mo si Peter. And then, on the other side of it, eto naman si Peter, may vision siya na kailangan tanggapin mo kahit pa, kahit na alam mo na hindi sila part ng 
ng, ng pinasanayan mo because, you know, they don't associate together. Hindi pwedeng magsama ang Gentile at ang Jewish. So, you can see that it is God orchestrating everything for the two, for these two guys to meet. It is God working behind the scene para magtagpo yung dalawang tao na galing sa magkaibang mundo. Okay? So, because God tells Peter na, sige, pumunta ka doon. So, si Peter, follow, Okay? So, pumunta siya ngayon sa bahay nila Cornelius. And, um, then, Peter arrived on the place of Cornelius, nagulat siya. Because, Cornelius called together his relatives and close friends. So, parang kumbaga, ina-expect ni Peter that time, when he arrived, it's only Cornelius. Okay? But then, Buong barangay invited. Parang may family feast, gano'n. Yung pagdating niya, oh my God, may handaan, gano'n may piyesta. So everyone was there and everyone was, was invited. So, when Peter went inside, there was a huge gathering of people. Now, what is the message that we can learn from this story? Most of us, sometimes we felt bad if you can only disciple one person. Kasi di ba, we are called to become disciple maker. And sometimes, no matter how much you try, you can only disciple one person. But in this story, it is only Cornelius. Okay? Kumbaga, si Cornelius lang hindi disciple niya, but it is Cornelius who invited everyone. So meaning, yung discipleship, para siyang multi-level networking. Kahit na isa lang yung disciple mo, magmumultiply yan because that one person that you're able to change can disciple many. And sometimes in this story, hindi lang yung generation nila yung na-disciple. Even the coming generations were, were all discipled because of the action of one person. So my dear brothers and sisters, minsan naiisip mo, bakit ba parang wala akong nai-invite? Bakit ba wala akong naaaya? But, you know, if you're able to change a life of one person, the impact will be bigger. Yung effect nun, yung ripple nun, mas marami. Even though you're only able to change one person, but that one person can, you know, pay it forward to maybe tens or thousands of people around them. So don't feel bad if you can only disciple one person, okay? And gaya ng sinabi natin kanina, you make each day a divine appointment because every discipleship moment is a divine appointment. So every day that you go through your life, maybe in your office, in your house, in your family, within your friends, your colleagues, use that moment to disciple someone. Because you'll never know, di ba? Who knows? Maybe yung nakatabi mo sa tren, nakausap mo, you may be able to change the life of a person. In the same way na maraming nabago ang buhay for that, you know, simple meeting, you'll never know. Maybe that meeting with a person can change a life of another person. I remember this story when I was in Hillsong Conference. Tawang-tawa kasi ako sa video na yun kasi there is one pastor may gusto gusto siyang i-disciple, like, ikita lang niya sa supermarket, sa grocery. Pero hindi niya kayang lapitan. 
So, ang ginawa niya, nung nakakita siya ng chance, nagkita sila sa parking. Kaya lang, ang bilis ni kuya. So, ang ginawa niya, alam niya ginawa niya, he grabbed his Bible from his car and he threw his Bible to the car of that person. He doesn't know what happened after. Kasi nga, di ba, ang bilis ng kotse, pero minake sure na na yung Bible na itawag niya doon sa akin, sa, sa gustong-gustong, kasi every, nahikita niya lagi sa crusade. So, you'll never know, di ba? Sometimes you do those things na minsan crazy, but nothing is crazier when you do it for the love of God. Amen? Yeah. So, do always take a chance each day. Make it a divine appointment. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go back to what happened to Cornelius and to Peter. As I said earlier, hindi nagsasamang Gentiles at Jewish. Okay? It's against the law. So, ito ngayon yung problema ni Peter. Sabi niya kay Cornelius, you are well aware that it is against our law for a Jew to associate with to associate with or visit a Gentile. But God has shown me that I should not call anyone impure or unclean. So, because of the vision that Peter had earlier, so, nabago yung perspective niya, di ba? Na parang, sige na nga, even though alam ko na mapapangusahan ako because I'm doing this, but I will do this, okay? And while Peter was still discussing, you know, um, during that visit, of course, Peter did preaching and he told them about the story of Jesus. And while this is still ongoing, something happened. Pentecost happened. Alam niyo nangyari ng Pentecost? O, syempre, amazed na naman kayo, di ba? Alam niyo nangyari ng Pentecost? Wala akong kausap. Naalala niyo pa ba nangyari ng Pentecost? Yes. Di ba? The Holy Spirit? descended into the apostles. Okay? So imagine the same thing happened on this very moment. Okay? While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. So, can you imagine? Because when Peter visited this place of uh, Cornelius, may mga kasama rin siyang ibang mga disciples, of course. And when the Holy Spirit descended on these people, nasyak silang lahat. Because they thought that, you know, God is only for Jewish. Yun yung idea nila before. So, nagulat sila when the Holy Spirit descended on these Gentiles. And you will realize na dito ipinakita ni Lord that He works beyond the prejudices of the people. Because that time, there's a division between these people. But when the Holy Spirit descended on these Gentiles, He's telling everyone that no, we are, you are all together. You are all one. And I welcome everyone. I want you all to become part of this church. So this is God working. Because ang gusto ni Lord is not only for Jewish people. But He wants to include everyone to be part of this church. 
Sino yung nangyari? When the Holy Spirit descended on these Gentiles, doon nila nakita na ang Diyos ay hindi lang para sa mga Jewish. But it is for everyone. And when that happened, Peter has no choice. He needs to do what he needs. What he, he thought that he will not do it, but he needs to do it right at that moment. And ano yung ginawa niya nun? He baptized Cornelius and all of his household. Kasi sabi niya, surely no one can stand in the way of their being baptized with water. So for the first time in the history, a Gentile was baptized. And this is a very, very historic moment. Because it changes the history of our church. It changes the curse of our church. Kung baga nagkaroon ng seismic shift. Kasi kung hindi nangyari yung event na to, kung hindi nangyari yung incident na to, historians say that the Christianity, that the church that we have now, will remain a small Jewish sect. Kung hindi nabaptize yung Gentiles, maybe right now, Christianity that we know is just a small sect of the Jewish. But because Peter welcomed Gentiles, because Peter baptized Gentiles, lumaki yung, yung community at yung church and this the this the church that we, we know now. Ito na ngayon yung yung church na sobrang liit noon, but right now it's how many Catholics do we have? 1.2 billion Catholics in the world. So it's because of that one simple action of Peter when he baptized the first Gentile. So my dear brothers and sisters, be open to divine appointment. Be open to divine appointment. Every day when you wake up, you always ask God, Lord, use me today to be a blessing to others. Send me today to those people who needs your love or to those people who needs to meet you and to see you. So make each day as a divine appointment. Amen? Amen. Now, do you know how LOJ started? Sa, sa garage. Sa garage. Tapikin ka tabi mo, sabihin mo, gising ka ba? Gising ka ba? Malamig <laughs> <laughs> ba? Diba? Parang masarap yata matulog ngayong hapon na to. So al- alam naman natin kahit how LOJ started, diba? The Light of Jesus community started in the garage of Brother Bo's house. It's actually his parents. So yung parents niya, tapos siya yung nagpipreach. At the age of 12 years old, uh, Brother Bo was speaking in front of the community. Now, do you know who disciple the parents of Brother Bo? Hindi, di ba? Kasi hindi naman nasulat, hindi naman na-broadcast, hindi naman na-TV. Di ba? But if you're going to grab the copy of the bulletin, nakasulat doon, okay? So grab the copy of the bulletin, it's written there. Oh, di ba? So, it was Nanay Itri, okay? There is a small woman called Nanay Itri who disciple Brother Bo's parents. So this Nani Itring is a member of the Catholic prayer meeting. And because um, her life was changed, so ngayon, gusto niya rin i-share sa iba yung joy. So ang ginawa niya is, uh, in-invite niya yung parents ni Brother Bo. So si Tita Pilar, close kami, si Tita Pilar, <laughs> saka si Tito Jean. <laughs> so in-invite niya ngayon yung parents ni Brother Bo. It was in 1978, okay? 
And during that time, the parents of Brother Mo will all say no. Ang lagi sasabihin, may sakit kasi yung anak ko. And anim sila magkakapatid, di ba? So every week, pag mag-i-invite si Nanay Itring, laging may sakit yung isa sa kanila. <laughs> so di ba, anim sila. So ngayon, may sakit yung panganay. Uy, next week, kumalo kasunod naman. The invitation of Nanay Itring goes for one month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. Noong six months na, nalaging tumatawag sa kanila every week ng, Uy, join us in our prayer meeting this week. Nahiya na yung nanay niya. So, ang sabi nung mother ni brother Bo, punta na tayo, nakakaya. Nakalim na buro siyang tawag na tawag, oh! <laughs> diba? So, they attended the prayer meeting and their life was changed. And from that day on, they become followers of God. And Nanay Itrix was not written anywhere. Hindi siya na-televise, hindi siya kasinsikat ni Brother Bo or ng any other feast builder, but siya yung, kumbaga, siya yung pinaka um, nag-cause kung bakit nagkaroon ng LOJ. It's because of this one person kung bakit merong Light of Jesus community. And right now, the Light of Jesus community is celebrating their 39 years. So next year, it's going to be 40. So they say that there's going to be a huge celebration next year because of the 40th anniversary. But what person can change history? Nani Tring, because of her pangungulit, because of her, you know, persuasiveness, she was able to change the life of many. Ang, ang tinawag lang na yung magulang ni Brother Mo, But look at where we are now. There are more than 500 feasts all over the world. So my dear brothers and sisters, don't discount the fact that you can do something to someone. Meron kang magagawa. Wag mo, wag mo isipin na isang tao lang yan, okay? Because maybe that one person can change the history, okay? And I've been serving in Light of Jesus community for seven years. Six years yung feast KL, okay? Baka makapag-feast kayo. Bakit seven? May mission feast. So, counting mission feast. So, basically, I've been serving for seven years. And I'm going to share you two things that I've noticed. And I'm sure you noticed it too, okay? So, masyak kayo. Feeling ko nararamdaman nyo to. The more religious we become, the more prone we are to be judgmental. Agreed? Agree. 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 Diba? At ako, guilty ako dyan eh. So, we have this thinking that, you know, when you're attending a prayer meeting, you are, you have this, you know, parang feeling mo, mas huli ka compared to them. Meron kang thinking na, ay, mas, mas mabait ako compared sa kanila. So, ang tendency mo, because of the thinking, you tend to become more judgmental to the people around you, especially those people who don't believe what you believe in or who don't practice what you practice. Alam niyo yung nanay ko dati, lagi kong inaasar yun. Sabi ko sa nanay ko dati, nung bata ako, Nay, simba ka ng simba, puro chiskis naman alam nung. <laughs> Kasi di ba, pag nagsasama sa aming matatanda sa simbaan, pagkatas ng misa, magkukumpulan sila, alam ko rin, nagchichismisan yan, di ba? So sabi ko, it's not good, di ba? Pero alam nyo, nung naging, naging active din ako sa simbahan, ganun din ako. <laughs> di ba, pagkatapos ng service, kukumpulan kayo, tapos, ay, alam mo ba? Ay, talaga? Ganun, chismis din, di ba? 
So, iwasan natin yun, di ba? Kasi di ba, when we spread gossips, minsan kapag narinig mo lang, ang tendency, ginadjudge mo na siya, hindi mo naman siya kilala. Narinig mo na nga lang yung story, pinasa, actually yung story, pinagpasa-pasa na lang. Pagdating sa'yo, ay, ginadjudge mo na siya, sabi, ay talaga, ganun siya. Di ba? So, sometimes, the more religious we become, the more prone we are to becoming judgmental. So, let's avoid being judgmental, okay? Because today, God is reminding us that He is an all-embracing God. He accepts everyone. He welcomes everyone. Okay? Next, the longer a person attends the church, the more prone he is to spend less time with the unchurched. Who among you here have friends outside of this community? Wala kay Bigan. Wala kay Bigan. Lahat ng friends ko taga-feast. Diba? Ganun ako holy. Ganun ako kabanal. Lahat ng friends ko taga-feast lang. Hindi ako na yung ipag-friendship Ganon? Oh, minsan ganon. Alam niyo yung life ko, especially this 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 year. Nahati na lang siya sa dalawa, sa work, tsaka sa peace. Pero yung work ganito lang. Yung peace ganon, 'di ba? Kasi parang yung buhay mo dito na lang sa peace. Pag mula sa umaga hanggang pagturo mo sa gabi, mga taga-peace yung kausap mo. Yung mga moments na wala kang kausap, yun na lang yung time ko for myself. Kasi pag hindi ako nag-me time, baka mabaliw ako, okay? So, kailangan ko ng me time paminsan-minsan. Pero, I have friends outside of this community, but it's very, very rare that I get to see them. Pero siguro, if there's one thing that I'm thankful is because I want to believe that they are very, very understanding. Kasi pag sinabi kong may peace kasi, alam na nila yon gets na nila na parang may busy siya sa peace. But, alam niyo yun, life should not revolve only inside the feast. Sabi nga nila, your, your mission inside this community is just a sideline. Your mission is outside. So, hindi po, kahit hindi siya nag-feast, i-unfriend mo na siya, okay? Huwag ganon, i-unfriend, unfriend namin. Bakit hindi ka lang po masama sa kanilang hindi? Kasi kami makarelate together. Parang, ang pinag-uusapan namin si Lord, ang pinag-uusapan nila, iba, make-up, ganyan. So, hindi na kami friends. Diba? Take your time to go outside and meet people, even though they're not attending feast. Malay mo sa pagsama-sama mo sa kanila, ma-invite mo sila sa feast. Or kung kagaya ko na hindi ko sila na-invite sa feast, okay lang, kasi alam ko, that through me, they can see that God is working through people. Kasi di ba, kapag kasama mo sila, nakikita nila na, oh my God, this person really changed. So, pag nakita ka nila, at nakita nila yung change in you, nakita nila yung happiness in you, nakita nila yung joy in you, may encourage sila, magtatanong sila, saan ka ba pumupunta? Di ba? So, use that moment. Invite mo, sabi mo, nagpipist kasi ako, sama ka. So, mo silang i-unfriend, Okay. Last week, may nag-message sa akin, sabi niya, Uy, kailan na ba tayo magkikita? Sabi ko, pasensya na, pag, weekday, pag, pag weekends kasi nasa pista ko. So, di na talaga kami magkita. Gano'n kami kabihin na magkita? Nagkikita lang kami once a year. So, friend ko siya, nasa Pilipinas pa ako, and nag-work din siya dito sa KL. Nagkikita lang kami once a year. So, hindi kami nagkita November 2018. So, nag-message siya ngayon. Sabi niya, Uy, Eds, kailan tayo magkikita? Magtatapos na yung taon. <laughs> 
So, diba? Tapos, last week after Sunday, umuwi tayo ng 12 midnight, diba? Pag-uwi ko ng bahay, may tumatawag sa akin, sabi ko, ha? Huwag ka matawag ng 12 midnight. Yung best friend ko ng kali, sabi niyo, hey, best, hindi ka nagpaparamdam. Yung, yung inaalak ko, naglalakad na. <laughs> Kaya nakabuuwi. <laughs> sabi ko, masensya na, kasi hindi ako makauwi. Kasi na, alam niyo na, mayroon niyong iwanan, eh. Diba? Mga next year, charot. <laughs> Ay, ako naka-record to! Oh my God! <laughs> Bawal na gawin! So, my dear brothers and sisters, simple lang naman yung message natin this afternoon, di ba? God is an all-embracing God. He accepts and He welcomes everyone. So, you two should also be like that. Na every person that you meet, take a moment to let that person know who really God is. Amen? Amen. Now, balikan natin ngayon si Peter at si Pope Francis. So, i-compare natin si Pope Peter at si Pope Francis. Okay? So, we all know that Peter did something that is so brave and so bold. He baptized the first Gentile. Now, 2,000 years after, Pope Francis is doing the same thing. Okay? Nowadays, you will see Pope Francis embracing everyone. He welcomes everyone, gay people, divorced people, cohabitating couples. He embraced everyone. And there is one video that I read, I, that I've seen. Yung pumisita siya sa Holyland. And he embraced the Greek Orthodox, the Muslims, and they prayed together. That image is very, very powerful, okay? Kasi pinapakita doon na this church that we have, is open for all, regardless of who you are, regardless of what you are. We welcome everyone. And one thing that admire that I admire on Pope Francis is he said this once. Na he asked for forgiveness for the past, for the mistakes of the past, because he knows na maraming pagkakamali ang Catholic Church over the years. And right now, he he may not be able to change the past. But he's doing what he can to change the future. And the future that we have is that we want a church that welcomes everyone. Okay? And he wrote this in his Evangelic Gaudium. Sabi niya dito, frequently we act as arbiters of grace rather than its facilitators. But the church is not a toll house. It is a house of the Father where there is a place for everyone with all their problems. There's a common misconception na pag sinabi mong simbahan, para lang yun sa mga banal. But, eto yung gusto nating iparating sa lahat, that the church is open for all. If you remember, nagkaroon tayo ng door of mercy. During the year of mercy, nagkaroon ng pagpunta ka simbahan, meron ka na tinatawag na door of mercy. It's because it's a sign that everyone is open to the merciness of the, of the mercy of God. Okay? And, sabi niya, when we welcome everyone, what will happen is the church will become messy. Because if you welcome everyone, all the messy people will come in. Okay? But Pope Francis said that it's okay. Because I prefer a church which is bruised, hurting, and dirty because it has been out on the streets. Rather than a church which is unhealthy, from being confined, and from clinging to its own security, more than by fear, of going astray, 
My hope is that we will be moved by the fear of remaining shut up within structures which give us false sense of security, within rules which makes us harsh judges, within habits which make us feel safe, while at our door people are starving and Jesus does not tire of saying to us, give them something to eat. Basically, mahaba. Diba? Hirapan niya akong basahin. Think nila yung pinaparating ni Pope Francis dito. When we welcome everyone, the church will become messy. But it's okay. Because the purpose of the church is not for holy and good people. The purpose of the church is for messy people. And when these messy people gathered, you'll never know. Maybe kapag hinayaan lang natin silang pumasok sa simbahan, pag tinanggap natin sila, pag minahal natin sila, maybe they will change. But we still embrace them. We still accept them. We still love them. We should not confine to our thinking na tayo-tayo lang. Because if we will have the thinking na ang simbahan ay para lang sa mababayat at mabubuti, hindi tayo lalaki. Diba? Dating ang panahon, wala ng tao sa simbahan. Okay? So, we are encouraged to welcome everyone, to accept everyone, to embrace everyone. No matter kung sino man sila, kung ano man sila. Okay? And lastly, he said, the sower when he sees weeds sprouting along the grain, it does not grumble or overreact. In other words, sabi natin last week, the good coexists with the bad. Sometimes when the wheat grows, the weeds also grows with them. And that's okay. The problem is, as people, we tend to overreact. Kasi, mas madaling makita yung pagkakamali ng iba kesa sa mga pagkakamali natin. So we have this tendency na it's easier for us to see the mistakes of others but we fail to see our own mistakes. And you have to remember that none of us in this place or in this world or in this church are perfect. Lahat tayo, we make mistakes. Lahat tayo, we fail. Lahat tayo, we sin. In other words, we are also messy people. But God embraced us and God accepts us and somehow our life was changed. So ganun din dapat yung ipakating natin sa iba. If you're messy right now, it's okay. Because you'll never know. Maybe through the love of the people around you, mabago yung buhay niya. So be patient with messy people around you, okay? Huwag mo kalilimutan, ikaw din dati messy ka. So be patient with the people around you. Remember that you cannot change that person. Only God can change that person. The only thing that you can do to them is to love them and to accept them as they are. Amen? Amen. So God embraces everyone. God embraces everyone and huwag mo kalilimutan that God embraces you. Tinanggap ka niya, niyakap ka niya, kahit na noong mga panahon na yung buhay mo patapon, kahit na noong mga panahon na nakadapakap, kahit na noong mga panahon na ang dami mong pagkakamaling nagawa, God embraces you. So, mong kalilimutan, so don't be too harsh on the people around you because sila din nangangailangan ng pagtanggap at ng pagmamahal mula sa iyo at mula sa Diyos. So embrace everyone around you because remember, 
God also embraces you. Amen? Amen. May I invite you to stand up. <laughs> Ayan, babasahin ko na yung bulletin. Total naman. Mamaya, ibibigay nila sa inyo yung bulletin, ha? So, iuwi nyo, basahin nyo. Okay? Now, I've written something in the bulletin. Tinan ko pinagumot yung bulletin kasi may sunod ako. Okay? I've written something in the bulletin and most of you know my story. I grew up as a normal Catholic. At a typical Catholic na ang alam ay magsimba, umuwi, magsimba, umuwi. So, very, very typical Catholic. But, as a typical Catholic, most of us, we know the, the rules, we know the commandments, we know the traditions, but then again, our relationship is very shallow. Yes, we know the story of Jesus, but the relationship is not deep. We really don't know who the real God is. And, in this uh, bulletin that I have written, you will see here, um, I wrote here about a person who introduced me to the student Catholic action. So when I was in college, I met someone who invited me. So I met someone who, who invited me to become part of the student Catholic action. So basahin yung bulletin, nakasulat yun doon. But basically, what happened is, I become an, uh, I, I became an active member of student Catholic action. So baliktad, someone invited me, siya hindi siya naging active. But I became an active member of student Catholic action. Now for you to be able to become part of the SEA, as you call it, you are going to go through a formation. The formation is seven weeks. So parang LST natin, di ba? LST natin six, 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 six lessons. So doon, seven. Seven lessons. And I remember during the last session, it was done in the sacristy. And I remember crying that time. And that was the time that yun yung parang yung, yung nag-change yung buhay ko. Nandun ko na-realize that God really loves me. And so, naging active member ako ng SEA. I go to all the retreats, recollections. And yung last line na dadaanan mo for you to become an officer in what we call an LIS. So LIS, alam natin yung LIS, di ba? May nakapag-LSS or LIS, whatever. Sa SEA, iba yun. It's seven days. Seven days na kayo-kayo yung magkakasama. Okay? So imagine yung seven days, yung kasama mo sa LIS, Banting nyo simula pag-isip mo hanggang pagtulog. And there's one person there na sobrang mong naging katulogs. Maybe sa of you na video na siya. Um, her name is Jessica Suspenye. So, kanyang pabari siya. So, her name is Jessica Suspenye. Jessica Lusad siya when we are in college. So, gaano kami katulogs nung nag-LIS kami? At the end of the LIS, may awarding. So, ina-awardan nila yung pinaka-vivo, Miss Friendship, yung laging tulog. Yung award namin is nakambal awarding. Kasi, all throughout the 70s, kami talulay magkasama. So, ganun kami naging ka-close ni Sis Jess. And, um, we parted ways in college. Um, of course, I work in Accenture. I don't know where she worked. But, I met her again in 2012. Paano ko siya namin ng 2012? 
I am follower, I, I followed Brother Paul already. Parang, by accident, nakita ko yung libro ni Brother Paul, nabasa ko siya, and I started searching for him hanggang sa nahanap ko yung peace. And of course, that time I'm working already in Malaysia, so pag uuwi ako, I tried to attend peace. And then one day, there's an announcement that Brother Paul Sanchez is coming to Singapore. So this was in 2012, the first Kirikma conference in, in Singapore. So I saw the advertisement, I signed up, and I went in Singapore to attend KGM. And mag-isa lang ako doon, I was seated there, and I saw someone so familiar, na member ng Coral. Sabi ko, oh my God, that's Sis Jess. Si Jessica yun, tumalun ako. But then, I don't know how to approach her, kasi syempre, servant na siya eh, I'm just an attendee. But that really works in mysterious way. Yung katabi ko no, na lalaki,
my creator. Lord, thank you very much for this day, for this gathering. We lift our piece of happiness and we put it inside this envelope. Let us realize that abundance starts with us. You cannot find it anywhere else except in us and in God. Amen. We claim also our prayers and petitions. May you bless them with your grace and love as we use this to express our love to you and to our brothers and sisters. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen.